And welcome back to the episode of Geeks Experience. We're back with another movie review and we are touching on Dune. Yeah, and boy is this a... This is a dense ass movie. Yeah, like... By the way, we didn't have time to go watch this in IMAX, so we had to settle for HBO Max. If you have the time, go watch this shit on IMAX. Yeah, like here's my thing. I decided to watch it on my computer uh, through a different little monitor and... Uh, there were definitely moments where I think my mo- uh, the, 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 the the screen I was using was a bit dark because uh, I got some dark moments. But you, you decided to put it on the TV outside that's a bit more higher resolution, and no, that looked fine. Yeah, the TV in our living room. Yeah, yeah. So you know, but point being, uh, yeah, no, I think this is a you know that that's a lot big is a big discussion with this film, uh, and uh, yeah, it definitely seems like one of those like oh yeah, it's like one of those IMAX sort of experiences right dune uh, yeah go see it in imax but more importantly this is uh based off a book a series of books if i recall correctly mm, yeah it's like i think it's six and the writer whose name i can't remember at the moment had a seventh one planned mm, so yeah. they had a untimely death as they say mm-hmm. or uh, timely one of the two <laughs> yeah no uh because i remember hearing about Dune, because there there was a movie that was made back in the eighties, which was uh, not received well. It was a, I believe, a financial and critical bomb. I think there was a lot of because you're talking about the David Lynch movie, yeah. And I think he went went on record saying that's one of his worst movies. And there's a lot of studio meddling, and mm, mm-hmm. he had to. Ch- I think he changed a lot in the film for it to make sense. And it still didn't make any sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That kind of sucks for like David Lynch because he's a solid director. So you know, mm-hmm. so that is... I think I think also a thing with 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 the Dune movie is one you're adapting. It's it's the Lord of the Rings of sci-fi films mm-hmm. of sci-fi genre because mm-hmm. with with Lord of the Rings it was considered to be the most un, one of the most unfilmable things to ever be made because that was a thing that was made for the book like you had to include like all this elvish writing all the elvish language the the maps the all the things that made middle earth middle earth like you know that kind of stuff and with, with dune i've never read the book so i can't really tell you that much but i've heard that there's a lot of stuff like it's very similar to the things that were in like lord of the rings like an appendix appendix mm-hmm. uh glossary and all that kind of stuff that make, it, make you like understand because like even in this movie they talk about stuff that i'm like wait what <laughs> yeah no i will say this the, the first third of this movie is a lot of like world building stuff and it's it's like really really like you know if, if you this is a very deep sci-fi movie so if, yeah if you have never or you think you know sci-fi then this will really challenge you yeah we're not talking about like star wars sci-fi that's like oh you know like a little where there's a bit of like mysticism and not saying that dune doesn't have that mysticism but yeah there's there's a lot of fantasy elements in like in star wars you know Mm -hmm. it's like like they even call at some point jedi's those wizards yeah and it's I mean, yeah, the the force has been explained, but you know, it's, it looks like magic most of the time. Mm-hmm. Here, which by the way, Dune inspired Star Wars. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Yeah, and, and like I'll say this right now, watching it, yeah, makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I can kind of see some of those influences. Oh as yeah, well. yeah, and like just 
And I mean, the biggest one is the freaking uh, Desert Planet. Yeah, just, you know, obviously, you know, that mm-hmm. was give rise to, you know, mm-hmm. episode four and stuff, but yeah. Yeah, but uh, it's it's very deep with a lot of stuff going on and like things that you're like, wait, what? That's a thing? Like, yeah, that's a thing. Especially because like they don't, they don't explain things. Like, I don't mean like, you feel like this is a world that has, it's inhabitable. It's one of those things where that I feel like most sci-fi you know, um, stories tend to do is where like they talk in a way that the world is already lived in. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say like they don't like uh, do like a ton of uh, like sit you down and like explain oh this this and that. It's more like you're pretty much in the middle of this sort of story in this world that's like seems to be established, and you're sort of having to like it's it's like when you're re- like it's not like when you're reading um, fantasy novels or whatever, and you're like. Okay, there's the orcs, there's the goblins, there's the elves, there's like this. No, like it's not. You, you're gonna get stuff that you're not used to because Dune from it was like kind of like Lord of the Rings again. They were the trendsetters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they they were the ones that like established that thing that made sci-fi and or fantasy. Yeah, 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 and like there, like you know, obviously, I, I think my, like I think sort of the better thing is like sometimes some I think modern sci-fi movies will tend to like drone on about like trying to explain like certain aspects or mm-hmm. whatever. Here in Dune, I think a perfect example is like they have like kind of like a like a weird shield thing, mm-hmm. but instead of just explaining, oh, this does this 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 and that for a couple minutes, they just kind of just show. Yeah, because it's a shield. Yeah, it's just a shield that like sort of like vibrates mm-hmm. and like pre- pretty much protects you for a little bit, mm-hmm. which is better than the one I saw from the David Lynch movie, where it's like blocks, blocks, block, block, block. Yeah, I think yeah, that's probably it, it literally been... look like a Minecraft scene. That's pretty yeah, it's pretty funny. But uh, regardless, uh, let's get into our like I guess what minute review of the movie. I mean, the quick minute review to the and in into our discussion. Uh, yeah, you can like start us off. I mean, like it's it's. It's gonna be hard to explain, really, because one, it, there's a lot of stuff. Yeah, like I mean, I'm gonna get into it with, for at least for me. But boy, is this movie mm. quite a quite a ride mm-hmm. if you're not like fully on board. But yeah, all right. yeah no, no, you, 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 it's, it's gonna be a lot of sit down, just listen. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna explain. Yeah. All right, go for it. All right, so Dune uh, is just a one visually uh spectacular movie and then you know i am kind of slightly upset that we didn't i didn't get to see an imax uh, but uh, that's fine uh the soundtrack by han zimmer pretty solid all considered uh the acting uh everybody brings their sort of i think a game for the most part uh this is made by daniel villanueve i believe yeah. uh he did arrival and the new blade runner that came out a couple years ago and, uh, yeah, he has, like, a knack for the sci-fi stuff going down pretty well. Uh, but, yeah, I think Dune is a very interesting story. Just sort of, like, at the same time, I feel like it does sort of drag in that first third with a lot of, like, world-building exposition stuff. But regardless of that, I think, as well as, like, probably one of the biggest things for me is that if you're not really into hard sci-fi like this, then I don't think you're going to like this movie very much. But besides that, I think I had I enjoyed my time with it, and I would probably give this... 
like uh, 8.5. I mean, you went over a minute, but yeah, no, I'm 100% with you. Um, as for me, um, I, I totally agree with, with Joe over here. It's it's a very deep sci-fi movie. It's a very visually spectacular film. Like I said, if you have the chance, go watch it in IMAX. Because it's one of those movies where, like, you know, the IMAX experience really, you know, makes the movie and go for it. Um the acting, for the most part, is really good. Um, I will say there is a thing about this movie that may like make or break it with for a few, and I will go over that in our discussion portion where this movie is technically a part one. So mm-hmm. if you if you're not enjoying this one, then maybe you won't like the part two. But if you do, go for it because this. This is a really like visually spectacular film. A lot is just great actors, and a very you know compelling story. And and if you but if you've seen some sci-fi stuff, you'll get you're gonna get used to Dune. Maybe not as hard core sci-fi stuff, but this is the one to go with. Like if if you're used to sci-fi, go this will you'll be fine. If you're not, then that's the big question. Yeah, and I think that is sort of like. My, my, I think if we want to jump into a little bit of a critique here, that's yeah. sort of my big thing is that, like, Dune is just, like, one of those movies that it feels like if you went into the theater to watch this and you decided to go take a bathroom break, you would come back and be like, wait, what happened? <laughs> yeah, no, there's a lot of stuff happening. It's not like, it's, there's not, like, a lot of crazy stuff happening. It's more like, it's very political. Yeah, that's 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 it's definitely very one. very political, and in a way that I think you know we're we're talking about you know sci-fi movies. Um, episode one try to be, but wasn't as engaging. Here it's like, okay, you know this family here is is taking over the planet. They're trying to get the spice going. Um, but it's clearly obvious like stuff is going on, and there's like a lot of behind the scenes stuff. And you compared it to, like, almost like a Roman thing. Yeah, I mean, because there's, like, this political system. There's, I guess, the Imperium is what the, the whole, like, ruled by the Emperor who rules this, in like, whole sector, like, the galaxy or whatever. There's various houses that sort of compete for power. One of them being, I think, House Atreus, which is, like, sort of where our main character Paul is from. And, like, there's various other stuff going on around, like... Essentially, like, they're all vying for power over, you know, the planet of uh, mm-hmm. Arrakis or, you know, Dune, as they call it sometimes. Because, uh, you know, it's because of the spice, right? You spice know. Malone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which, I mean, if you've seen recent seasons of South Park, uh, the episode with, uh, I think they mentioned Jedi Fallen Order and, like, the, uh, Kyle's mom gets, like, a, like, a, what was it, like, a... Like something to do with like poop, right? Because <laughs> it's usually what happens. It's like, a, and it's some football player. I forgot. Is it Tom, no, it's Tom, Tom Brady. It's Tom Brady. Because yeah, because everybody like, well, if we get Tom Brady's poop inside of us, then we'll be like Tom Brady. And you know, that's like very South Park kind of thing. Dude. Yeah, and obviously that whole like whole bit is just a reference to Doom being like the spice melange. Yeah, because it's it's about the spices. Yeah, and, and you know the, the the spice in the Dune universe is essentially like both like a hallucinogen, but also like used as like fuel for like internet interstellar travel right yeah it's, it's used for a lot of stuff and also like has like sort of like spiritual like awakening for some people yeah because there's a moment where paul does have this sort of like 
like he gets hit with it and he's like having this sort of like moment i can't really describe it it's i i, I feel like it's what would happen if you took a really hard hit with a bong just like well like, 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 not just like a hard hit it's more like i can see the face of god <laughs> i can see you through time yeah. which i mean yeah like that's, that's exactly what happens to him too yeah yeah he does he can see the future yeah because paul has like this weird sort of stuff going on hmm. but i mean you know listening to us talk about this stuff is not gonna do it justice absolutely not and even then and which goes back to my point of just like there is a lot of shit here, and if you're not following like a hundred percent on, you're gonna be like lost mm-hmm. real fast. Cause like there's definitely a moment where I just went to go get something, and, and uh, thank God you paused. <laughs> yeah, and thank God I paused because I was like, because I came back, it was like some important stuff. I'm like, oh Jesus, if I, I, I was thinking in my brain like, if I did not pause this and just just decided to go somewhere else, like you know, take a quick pee break. And just come back. I'm like, wait, what happened? <laughs> and this is an hour and a half movie. No, this is two hours and a half. I'm sorry, two hours, yes. But I feel like because it, of that th- first third, it feels way longer. It does. I mean, like like I said, this is a part one movie. You're only getting the first, I think, the first half of the novel? Yeah, I looked that up. I, uh, like, apparently, uh, the director, David Villeneuve, uh, said that essentially he wants to make a trilogy. And I think there is a go-ahead for the sequel but that mainly this movie dune is the first half of the first of the, of the first novel yeah and like okay so if you've been watching trailers for this movie you know zendaya is in this movie but she only shows up at the beginning bits and snips and at the end <laughs> yeah and that's pretty crazy and that's not a that's just like this that's not really spoiling for me for you that's just me telling you right now if you are a fan of zendaya one, you still watch the movie because it's a really good movie. Two, don't be too excited. Yeah, it feels like she's, uh, a, she's like a guest star. It, it feels, it kind of feels like uh, what happened with Godzilla twenty fourteen, where just Brian Cranston is all on the trailers, but he's only there for like the first third. Yeah, but it's not as disappointing. <laughs> Probably, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because at least you know that like this movie is getting a sequel, and you're going to get more Zendaya, uh-huh. right? Uh, which, I mean, that was the crazy thing to me, too, because I didn't know about this being part one until, like, the opening credits. Mm-hmm. You just see Dune, part one. I'm like, wait, what, part one? This wait. wasn't in the marketing? Yeah, this was Yeah, I was like, that was exactly it. I was like, because that was my thinking of when I was first hearing about the Dune movie, right? I was like, okay, these movies have been lauded as similar to Lord of the Rings being, like, they're unfilmable, unfilm- you know? the first Like, the first time they tried to do it didn't work out so great. So how are they, how, well, how is this going to be different? Now we know, because it's only part one. Which makes sense, because considering how dense it was. Like, if you were to look at, like, um, Peter Jackson's Lord of the Rings, those movies are still cutting a lot. Yeah, the extended editions, man. That's... And there's still stuff that's not even in the, in, in the the from the books that's in the, in the extended editions. Yeah, just because, you know, again, like, you know, you said, like, the Lord of the Rings books are just really dense with a lot of stuff. In various appendices and even stuff from the Cimmerillion, if you really want to go deep in there. Oh no, yeah. Like, they don't include a, a specific character like Tom Bombadil, who's like a forest god or something. I don't remember. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. Because yeah, so, I think Sam and and, and 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 Frodo meet him, but like that's not in the movie. And they had him. They might have had him plan to be in it, but they're like, you know what? It does not work. We're gonna scrap the fuck out of this. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, yeah, no, it's yeah, but 
Dune is just very, it's, it's a dense movie, and I'm, I don't, like, when I say, you know, if you can't follow hard sci-fi, then you might have a hard time. I'm not saying that as a discouragement, as like, oh, you're probably not going to like this movie. It's, I, it's, I, you say it as a warning. It's a warning. Like, if you can't handle it, then you you, you might have a tough if, time. If, if, you're, if you're expecting Star Wars level stuff from this thing that inspired Star Wars, you're going to get it. But not in the way you think. Yeah. You're not going to have epic space battles. No. If anything, like... Because I'm not going to lie. I was kind of expecting more laser guns going pew pew. Uh, there wasn't a whole lot of that. <laughs> there was zero. There was like maybe one like section with like some lasers. And even then, they weren't that impressive. No. But I'll tell you what is impressive. The fucking cinematography and the visuals. Good <sighs> lord, the artistic style in this movie. There is a scene... There's a battle, and there's like a fight in like uh like some stairs. I think mm-hmm. you've seen that. Yes, that's probably like so well shot. I really like that. That was your favorite scene, shot. Like it's like I don't know. It's just like the the darkness and the light, you know, all contrasting and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like it looks really cool. With that being said, I think you mentioned this when you when you're watching it that like you were like some of the fight choreography might need a little touch up. Yeah, it's I get like as a guy who does most doing a lot of martial arts, I see a lot of overextending and like over um, stuff, especially with like knives and and like short swords. It's it, like if you overextend, that's a little bad. Yeah, it leaves a little wide open. But I guess it kind of makes sense if you think about it because I'm, I'm going way over topic. <laughs> but, but like but to sum up, um, those are just little things. But like, who was the direct? Who was the art director for the Aliens movies? Uh, he's like really well known I just can't remember his name yeah I know who you're talking about yeah I just yeah like you can see us heck you can see some influence of that in certain sections like there's like a whole ritual scene to get ready for battle and it's like the color like have you seen Ridley Scott's um, recent alien movies like Prometheus and Isolate is it Isolation? Um, Alien Isolation? Yeah, something like that. I thought that was a video game. Oh no, no I can't remember. But um, but it looks something like around that one. Mm, okay. But it's 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 really great. Okay. Uh, but yeah, no. Uh, yeah, I think uh, I will say I was gonna have this as a critique. H.R. Uh, Geiger. Oh, that's what it was. Dude, there's a lot of H.R. Geiger like style of art in around the the movie and look, too, especially for like um. What is the name of that family? The one with uh, Dave Bautista. Uh, Harkoven? No, it's not Harkoven. Uh, The house Hark... It's with an H. Yeah, yeah. uh, Harkin. Yeah, yeah, I think it's Harkin. Yeah, I think it's Harkin. Uh, Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Because there is a lot of, like, very sort of, like... Like, they're very, very much have like subdued colors and very it looks very sterile mm-hmm. uh, you know especially like i mean yeah it's very interesting uh but you know yeah no, it's a it's a yeah i think yeah the art direction is definitely pretty stellar mm-hmm. i mean uh in hans zimmerman's score which i actually kind of didn't know it was hans zimmer at first but I think it was just because I always expect Hans Zimmer score just to have the bomb, bomb. <laughs> there wasn't a lot of that, but there was a lot of uh, like uh, like chanting stuff. 
Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you know, the, the usual kind of chanting you hear in like a desert film, like hi, yeah, 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 yeah. But it was like it was it it, it, it was works. Di- it, it, it's different enough that it makes you feel like yes, yeah, this is a very alien planet. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. alien desert planet. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, uh, I mean, the acting I think we, we mentioned earlier is pretty solid. Uh, yeah, I think the the main character, uh, Paul, his actor, uh, he doesn't have much to do, but but he's very he's he works as a reactionary character. Yeah, because he's very much like, what the hell's happening? <laughs> yeah, he's a good, like, he, 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 and you can see why, you can see the Luke in him. Aside from the, aside from both the, the fact that they both have biblical names. Yeah, which I, I won't lie, we had a bit of a discussion before this. I was like, isn't it weird how this movie is like super sci-fi, but then our main character is just named Paul? I'm just like, hey, I'm Paul. And you're like, hey, yeah, but Luke, though. It's like, yeah, but Luke, Luke's a bi- biblical name, though. And you're like, yeah, so is Paul. Ah shit, you're right. <laughs> I was like, God damn it, you got me. You got me good. It's like, ha, I know my Christianity. Yeah, I'm not, like... I'm not a good guy. Well, I mean, listen, all right. I, I know my stuff, but anyways, uh, but no, it's, um, but like he he has like a very and it's very much a, a hero's journey, just like in Star Wars, where he is destined for greatness, but at the same time, he's like, I, I kind of don't know what I want though. Yeah, which I think. Uh, uh, is a nice thing for the character because mm-hmm. we get moments of like he kind of like understands that he has like that he has a bigger role in the in, in the in the in the world, mm-hmm. but like he's like I'm not a hundred percent sure if I want to do this. And like I'm not gonna spoil the ending, but the way it, like first of all the way it ends it ends abruptly. Yeah, which but is it, very clear as to why it's a part one. Right? Yeah, but I argue that it works well for Paul's story. Considering like the fact that he has to like in in, in in the hero's journey, you know, it's the whole thing where like he kind of has to accept that he is like part of this bigger plan, you know, this this whole story. At that point, it it makes sense that why it, that happens to him and why he does the thing he does. Mm-hmm. And so like now we're getting ready for that whole thing. Um, by the way, if you were expecting the worms, you only see him once. <laughs> well, you see, but they do have a presence. Yeah, like you can see them a couple times, but they they mainly just like hide them a little bit. There's like only like yeah, like you said, one scene where we get like and a real <laughs> yeah, a real good shot of them. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I mean you know if you're expecting like I guess what the first movie did, just a bunch of riding some worms, I guess uh, you ain't getting that at least not in this part. So I mean you know who knows, uh, but yeah, uh, I mean what like. Uh, I will say there was like a thing, at least for me, because mm-hmm. I think I already mentioned this a little bit where I was watching and it seemed dark. I'm ho- I'm really hoping that doesn't happen uh, in an IMAX, right? Like it's not like super dark. All at the same time, it was kind of interesting. It kind of gave because uh, like certain scenes, like some certain like interesting bits, like the scene with when we get a good shot of the worm. Mm-hmm. Like, on my screen, all I saw was the teeth, and I thought that was, like, super terrifying for a minute. It was like, oh, that's kind of cool. All you see is just the teeth, but he's there. You just can't see him because it's super dark. But then, obviously, when, when you put it on, on the big screen, it's like, oh, okay. All right. Well, this isn't as interesting, but I don't know. It was just, like, a, it's, a, it's a little th- thing that I thought mm-hmm. that was kind of interesting. But, obviously, you're probably going to, like, want, like, a really solid uh viewing experience to mm-hmm. take that full in like even the sound design needs to be done in like 
that kind of thing. And and it's and, and you think about it, it's kind of tragic that one it, you can only there's there's two ways of watching it, and most people will probably go with the HBO Max. Yeah, considering you know we're going through some stuff in the real world, uh, and that was like I think. I looked up and that was like something like the director kind of was like fearful of is just mm. like, oh, so like, you know, we're releasing this on, you know, streaming platforms and, you know, in theaters. Uh, and, you know, I feel like, you know, it, it's going it to, you know, it, it should be a theater experience, you know, and like, as well as like the whole thing with some of these movies heading to streaming is that there is some bit of like lost revenue, right? Because mm. you're really only paying for just the streaming service and you know there isn't like a premium fee i mean granted disney does that did it for uh mulan did it for black widow and you know like uh, on top of their you know subscription fee Mm -hmm. while hbo max is like and i think other film other places that have been releasing their films Mm -hmm. on streaming service they're like just pay the subscription fee You, you don't have to pay extra for the movie Especially because I think with HBO Max and stuff, they're like, it's only going to be here for a certain amount of time and then, you know, it'll be gone. But, it, you know, which I think it is their way of trying to incentivize people to subscribe. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it probably won't make as much money if it was just all in theaters because, you know, that way they can easily keep track of it. Because, you know, you won't really know uh, the amount of money you make off of streaming service based off of a movie release mm-hmm. because it's, you know, obviously there's other stuff being released at the moment. I mean, heck, uh, not to get too off topic, but I mean, young justice, the newest season came out. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. But that's kind of, that's kind of a different thing. That's a show. Not a... Yeah. But at the same time, like maybe if, if I was Warner brothers or whoever who owns HBO max, mm-hmm. See that uptake? You're going to be like, is it because of young justice or is it because we released doom? We okay, don't know. Okay. That's that's fair, sort of that, fair, fair that, that's my point. Fair enough. Um, but to to come but to back to the movie, I think that the, the thing about what makes Dune so impressive is one. Denis Villeneuve, is he? He's French, right? Yeah, I'm, yeah. That's definitely yeah, a French I, last I, name. I'm, I'm trying to really hard not to like mispronounce his last name, but I keep seeing it as a very similar Spanish last name. You know, I mean, it's all Latin, bro. It's all Latin, like. But like no man, he's he's getting up there with the sci-fi because Arrival was such an interesting take on a like like of a you know alien not an alien invasion movie, but like what if aliens were to come now? How would we communicate with them? How would they you know? Yeah, because that that's like I mean a lot of people, especially like uh, scientists, right? They're like this is like super interest. This is like you know like super interesting. Like of course we wouldn't be able to communicate with aliens in a. Mm-hmm you know similar way because obviously we don't even know what aliens are mm. we don't know what they look like we don't even you know yeah we don't we, how will we be able to communicate so that and, whole and, movie and, is and, just and most like sci-fi stuff um it was you know translator but you know here but that one was like you know math yeah like this yeah rivals like okay real world like we don't have translators like mm. you know just like little chips that can just automatically translate everything all right nor is this the Tekken universe where everybody speaks their own language I mean, oh, and everybody Lord. understands yeah. it automatically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's like, all right, we have to like figure out what do these symbols mean? This is their language. We got to d- decipher this shit, mm-hmm. right? Which, you know, it's it's certainly uh, interesting. And obviously Blade Runner, you know, was make, a surprising 
good movie. Yeah, making a sequel to, you know, a cult classic. You know, so yeah, he has like a good good uh, reign on sci-fi and I think yeah, getting him on Dune was probably the right call uh for this because yeah, I think this is uh probably going to be like the definitive version of Dune for quite a while mm-hmm. in my eyes anyway. Cuz like, you know, obviously you still have like the David Lynch version which I mean most even the director himself was like this is not good. <laughs> so yeah, now I think a lot of people, especially fans of Dune, are going to be, like, mm-hmm. sort of, like, you know, happy to see, like, a more or less faithful adaptation. Yeah, that's that's what it really feels like, too. Because, like, I feel like, even though I've never read Dune, I feel like I got a lot of what Dune was about from this movie. No, absolutely. I feel like, you know, and considering, you know, director wants, is planning the sequel to, you know, this is a part one, part two thing. Mm-hmm. Like it definitely shows that he cares enough about the property to be like, we can't fit all of this book into one movie. We gotta like split it up. We gotta like, mm-hmm. you know, make it so that it's, it's understand like everything works and it's not too rushed. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I gotta give him props for that. You know, he he made a I think I think he made a pretty solid call. Even if some people uh, feel that the ending does feel a little. Uh, abrupt right mm-hmm. and it's because yeah it's like this is like the halfway point yeah because like it like heck just the way it's the way it was done the first third was super political heavy mm-hmm. and the second half is basically life on dune and then third is like all oh, the shit's going down mm-hmm. now we're getting into the stuff that's really like 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 what I'm saying is that there, that whole this whole movie felt like, like you you understand why I had to cut it down mm-hmm. because that's a lot to include and that's a lot to happen and you can't really cut that out. Well, like they they have important information not only to flesh out the characters but also flesh out the world that it would be too difficult to cut out. Mm-hmm. So you have to include it. Now for the second half, I don't know. We'll see how that happen, how that goes. Um, but, I mean, you got to give it to the writing team. They, they were able to pull off something that was considered to be, like, unadaptable. Because, like, Lord of the Rings, yes, unadaptable. That's, that's why the only way they could have done it was the animated version. with uh, At the time, yeah. yeah with uh... Ralph, Ralph Bashke and then um, the third one with the, the third. Because the Ralph Bashke movie was the first two books. And then the third one was completed through uh, ba- Rankin-Bass. Rankin-Bass. The and then Hobbit too for that one and later on that was like that's it that's it that's the definitive version yeah that was the, the, even then some people were like eh. yeah I don't know about that <laughs> and then Peter Jessica came in and be like I mean yeah I mean to be fair like they also sort of like did like a pretty ballsy maneuver of just filming all three movies back to back right and then having them release afterwards which i mean you know like that's a pretty big gamble especially for a studio it's like you want to film all three books back to back uh and there's a chance that the first like the first one might not even do good 
Mm-hmm. So you know it it is a gamble, but you know it paid mm-hmm. off. I mean, Return of the King got what got best picture, didn't it? Didn't rightfully did. <laughs> yeah, because you know that's... that was a great movie. Yeah, and I love the Lord of the Rings movies. Yeah, yeah. So like, yeah, and I can totally see Dune happening. But it, the weird thing is that you said it's been greenlit, but they haven't started anything. Yeah, that's my th- I that's from, from at least from what I've read, mm-hmm. like. They are like scripting down the second one. Okay, that's so what I've heard. I think I think that would make sense as to why it would take longer. Yeah, and also like I mean, given current circumstances, like I, I'm not mm-hmm. sure they'll be able to get back to the place they were filming. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a, I, I don't think they were filming in uh, Arizona. It did no. not look like Arizona to me. It did not look like Arizona. <laughs> yeah. So unless they want to build a giant sand dune in a studio lot. Eh. <laughs> Or, you know, like, just make it a giant blue screen film. But that wouldn't look as impressive, I don't think. No, no, no. Because the thing about this is that the the whole design of this film makes it feel, feel like, like I said, lived in. To the point where, like, you kind of forget your, it, most of this is probably CG. Yeah, like, there are some shots where, like, I think you could argue that maybe that's practical. But, uh, no, I'm pretty sure, like... There is probably a good chunk that is just CG. Mm-hmm. It's just that it's very well done, and you're sort of just like, is it a set or or, or, or are we back in the blue? Are we back in the green screen room? Hold on a second. Yeah, because yeah. like the fact that it feels one lived in, two, these are like machines that or like architect that could work for like a world like this makes it feel more like more of an experience and more of an accessible thing for a lot more people than than, than anything else because that was kind of the thing with like even in Star Wars where like and you can argue that the, the inclusion of this was kind of like, like the the, the um, extended was it the extended what are they called the extended edition for Star Wars or the, the special edition special editions like yeah. the one where like people were like I don't like the way it looks I like the one that was practical but at the same time if you want to make it look alien, you kind of have to, at some point, you got to use some CGI in there. Yeah, because, like, obviously, I think Lucas added, like, extra scenes and various different uh, things. I think, mm-hmm. especially in the Tatooine section where, the, like, the stormtroopers are riding those weird, like, lizard things, mm-hmm. which weren't there in the first time. It's like, like it looks it looks out of place. I don't like it. But it's like, yeah, at the same time, though, you, you got to, like... It, 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 it would make sense. Yeah. Like it, it feels more lived in. But sadly, because the 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 way it was back then, it couldn't be done. Because I remember watching like what was it, Empire Strikes Back, and me and a friend were talking like, you know, for an alien planet, they have a lot of like normal looking animals. I mean, to be fair, like in the Moise Eisley scene in the cantina, there's literally just a werewolf dude. It's just yeah. a dude in like a werewolf costume. Yeah, which is like devil looking dude. Yeah, it's like, and, like the right. only one you can. Like you remember off the top of the head is the dude, the, the alien that gets his arm cut off, and the Moist Cantina's uh, band. Yeah, go on. Because yeah, yeah. they were like the only ones that were that stood out. Just just playing their little music. Dun yeah. dun 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 dun. I don't think. Oh, wait, 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 listen. Is that going to get us copyright struck? Hopefully not. Probably not. Hopefully. We'll see. Yeah. YouTube. Um, but. Ah, uh, I, I, I don't think there's any more I can talk about. It's just really like a good movie that I feel like everyone should go out and watch yeah like i i guess score wise but i think i i kind of already gave my score it's like an 8.5 for me dude i'm i'm 
I'm hesitant to give it a nine. I mean, that's fine. Like, uh, like I want to give it that, but I don't know. I mean, like for me, eight point five, just because. Yes, the visual t- uh, like the visuals are good, are great. Mm-hmm. The acting is great. Cinematography is great. Uh, just you know, art direct, every, everything's great. So but what's keeping you from saying like a nine or a ten? It's just that world building and mm-hmm. just like how dense this is mm-hmm. for me. It's just like I don't know. Do you feel like they should have cut back or like uh, they should like streamline a little bit, like fix it up a little bit more to be streamlined? I f- maybe like just try to streamline some things because again, like the scene, like uh, like I mentioned earlier, the, the stuff with the shield thing, like the way like they show it off and don't try to like explain it. I feel like there should be more stuff like that mm-hmm. in this film, at least of like show don't tell mm-hmm. for me, right? And that's just like a basic, uh, not oh, like sort of tenet of filmmaking. You know, it's a visual medium. You show don't tell. You don't waste time mm-hmm. just explaining stuff. Because there is like some moments where I'm just like, hey, this is just a lot of dialogue and various other things. I just uh, we might need so, to so, so cut like this what back. Scene without going into the spoiler. I, it's sort of early on. Um, it, it mainly has to do with uh, the mother and like this uh, and that covenant mm-hmm. sisterhood thing. Mm-hmm. Stuff with that. Yeah. You know, I, mean, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, like th- I feel like that could be cut down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Okay, I get what you're saying. But I, I also, at the same time, I can kind of understand, like, because like, they do seem to be like a pretty big deal, and mm-hmm. I'm assuming in the book, so. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it's interesting because I mean, obviously, I think uh, there are stuff that they do good with, like the emperor stuff. Like, like we know we never see him. They just keep talking about this. Yeah, dude. imagine if like the emperor and Star Wars had a bigger presence in the original trilogy. Yeah, of just coming out of nowhere in the third. Well, I mean, having like a a bit of a like I think maybe a name drop in the first movie. We see him a little bit in the second, but we fully get to see him in the third. Mm-hmm. Like right, yeah. But here it's like, oh, like the, yeah. He's a he's a he is a presence so large that everyone just sort of talks about him, but they never ever want to like you know, say anything bad about him. No, yeah. He could be listening, perhaps. Yeah, but yeah. No, I think that's just that's what it, that's what it is for me. Because again, I like this movie. It's just that I feel like uh, it's just it's very dense in that heavy sci-fi stuff and. And I could get through it. It's just that I'm, I'm, I, 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 like I said, you know, if you're not as into that stuff, you might have problems, you know. So yeah, that's that's me. That's an eight point five. I mean, I'm I'm probably gonna settle with the with with, with the eight point five with you there, mostly because I feel like it it no you know fuck I'm giving it a nine. All right, it's, nine. it's a great movie. It's 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 almost a perfect movie. I think the I think they have. I think you know just the way that ha- how it abruptly ends one, that, but it works at the same time. It just feels like it's really holding it back. Like like I want like I prefer, I'm probably gonna say it this way. I I want to have the full both films, even the third one, just to have that full experience. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it's the same way as like like what the same way when like Avengers Infinity War came out, and then we had Endgame. Like, I didn't want to give like my full thoughts on Endgame. I mean, Infinity War because I wanted to see how Endgame was because I felt like those were two kind of movies together. Yeah, and I mean, they were sort of originally built that way mm-hmm. until, you know, they were like, no, let's have this be Infinity War and then the next one we're calling Endgame, right? Mm-hmm. 
But yeah, no, I think uh, yeah, overall, Dune, pretty great movie. Go out and watch it in IMAX. Uh, you know, Please. yeah, stay safe out there if you're gonna do that. I mean, obviously, you know, if you have like a, I guess a home studio or whatever like a just a big ass tv and like a surround sound and yeah sure put that on your big ass tv like that um Mm -hmm. and watch on hbo max but yeah no that's uh that's dune uh i mean i am i'm i won't lie because i remember before the before this you were like do you want to review doom you you asked me do you want to review dune i'm like i don't know like i mean I, i maybe i guess you know i'm not fully familiar with it but sure i mean that that seems like mm. I, I don't know how i'll feel about it and you know what I'm, I'm kind of glad i watched this movie you know i'm kind of glad you uh talked me into reviewing this mm-hmm. you know i mean the next review we're probably gonna do is eternals and that's also looks like it's gonna be a visually spectacular film that needs to be watched in imax and hopefully we can watch it in imax yeah i mean i'm pretty sure i haven't heard anything about them putting that on disney plus so yeah so anyway i mean yeah but yeah, yeah. so guys thanks for checking us out um that's our review for dune and if you like what you heard you can follow us on any social medias at instagram twitter and facebook at the Centurions. and if you go on instagram where we are most active we are almost 100 um followers please help us out with that and yeah if you're there you'll find a link to, to all the sites that we're officially part of like apple, like apple podcast google podcast spotify all that good stuff along with a link to our youtube for all you audio, audio listeners out there to give a face to the voice where you can like comment scrap you know all the stuff that youtube tends to do and you can support us on patreon where really anything could really help we're, we're not really asking much uh, but we want to do some stuff we need some help and yeah that's about it dune's pretty good we'll watch it yeah imax anyways it's been me your boy eli it's been me joe and you guys have a good one peace